0: Let me record. Uh-huh. Oh, I am recording. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good news. Hi,
1: Esther. Hi, Holly. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. What did, what did I do? You sent me a PDF of fanfic that you wrote as a young teen and then immediately was like, no, you can't read you it. Can't re- just kidding. No, just kidding. No, you can't. You can't read it yet. I will. But I need to... <laughs> Okay, Is it Anne of Green Gables themed? It's, What's okay. happening it's, it's, here? It's, okay, it's so,
0: so when I was 14 years old, my first <laughs> fandom was a little TV show called Road to Avonlea, and it's based okay. on the same area and similar people that were in Anne of Green Gables. Yes. And it's based on so like, it, the book does series. Does it have
1: overlapping characters? Yes.
0: Like Marilla is in it, in the stories. Like people in the TV series come back and forth. I mean, it's like like a lot of repeat actors that are in the Anne of Green Gables movies come back as characters in the Road to oh, Avonlea funny. TV show. And it's all taking place on Prince Edward yes. Island. Yes. It's the whole, enti- like, the whole entire energy. So I was obsessed with this as a... 14 year old my grandfather would record this on like disney when disney was showing like vhs tapes (laughs) he would record like eight episodes on a vhs tape and make sure that i got my episodes
1: oh that's nice i know it was
0: was very nice it's like one of the good happy memories i have with him and so yes so i remember was stinkling one night staying up all night with my friend at the time and we, like, coded our own Road to Avonlea website with pictures and Shut GIFs up. and
1: music. So it is not even something that you uploaded to, like, some no, no, fanfic no. site. You no, You created your own website yes. for it. Yes, yes. And then, so I was able to find
0: it in the recesses of the Wayback Machine, but only half of it was, like,
1: oh kept on the Wayback Machine. Oh, my
0: God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do we have time for you to read some of no, it to me I want to read the new so yet. I will,
0: I will read it for you for our Patreon episode this week because oh if,
1: god damn it I didn't even think about that yeah
0: so we'll do it for our Patreon because <laughs> and, and and it's written from a lot of different points of view because I was not an English student I was just a passionate <laughs> Romance author at the age of fourteen, writing a fan fiction about two characters. She With loved all of much. your love experience, now, all of as my a love experience, of absolutely like, nothing. Evangelical
1: Christian, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: purity culture, things like that. Yeah, so, was
1: there was there a lot of embracing?
0: There were there were like handholdings. I will tell you, chapters. Okay, it cracked me. I cracked myself up because like chapters <laughs> eleven and twelve, I posted two chapters at a time. Past chapters eleven and twelve were all of like four paragraphs. So, <laughs> <laughs> great, great format. I'm into exactly. it. Exactly. That's I mean, very avant garde of you. Very Esther. to the point. I'm not like a, a romance writer that, like, makes it like long lasting it's not a slow burn by any means it's like okay we're done
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like a lot of kids or like teens who write fanfic fall into that trap yes they're like they just want to focus on one part of it not the whole thing yes yes, which is the beauty of fanfic oh my god this is like 20 years ago that
0: i wrote this i wrote this when i was 14 years old and i'm gonna be turning 34 this year (laughs) 20 years ago holly think about 20 years ago we were all worried about y2k yes we all had juno email addresses at least mine was juno or mine AOL. Was aol aol yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you had a cd from the walmart one
1: of, one of my favorite games is like if when, when did this come up i guess when i was in grad school i was working in an office of admissions with a bunch of people and the internet went out, went out one day and uh-huh. so we were just making conversation and like fucking around And one of my favorite conversation topics that came out of that day was asking people what their AIM screen name was. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Because remember, it wasn't like nobody just used their name. No, no, no. Everyone was convinced that an AOL screen name would like provide them anonymity. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So mine was CV Sweetie because I'm from a town called Karma Valley. Oh. 516, which is my birthday. But in retrospect, I'm like 99% sure that I actually... T- spelled sweetie wrong and it was cv sweaty <laughs> Memphis, and no one corrected me so great that. look
0: i think my <laughs> first aol screen name was pumpkin seed and then like some numbers like my birthday or something how is pumpkin spelled p pump p- p- the regular pumpkin like i'm a homeschooler oh, okay, i okay, have to okay, spell okay. pumpkin properly so there's no abbreviation <laughs> for pumpkin Pumpkin, pumpkin. So, because when I was I was born a preemie, and so my dad always called me pumpkin seed when I was like little girl. So, my first AOL AIM screen name was pumpkin seed, and then like four numbers.
1: I love it. We one of my coworkers from that experience was a wannabe DJ as a young teen, (laughs) and so his was uh, DJ Silky Smooth, (laughs) (laughs) like okay 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 that's, that's not too bad need me maybe to no get some it's, gigs so, good. <laughs> it's so good i wish that i could like show you a picture of him and tell you his real name because it just, it's just very 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 funny oh that's so adorable <laughs> oh. kind of like mclovin being such like a huge like oh, vast yeah. difference from the character that you would expect to be named mclovin to the guy named mclovin in yes the, in that movie yes yes what yes. freaking movie is that even it doesn't matter homeschooled i have no idea Oh, yeah. Well, it came out when we were in college, but you i probably, probably did still not, watch not watching it. movies in college. No, exactly. We
0: couldn't watch movies that had <laughs> curse words in it when I was in college, so we're still fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For this episode, yes, yes, we're me talking too. about a lot of stuff. Yeah, we are. But okay. it's
0: your turn to pick card of the day. It is my turn, and I'm going to use Orion's Tarot Deck by Ambi Sun. They made this amazing animal deck that's so beautiful, and like the animals have spoken to me as I've been flipping through them and just looking at the cards. I'm just like, this is Ugh, so magical. I'm so excited. Oh, so good. See
1: finally so you need to just back all australian decks so yes they get to korea so much faster than they get to so the united true. states i was like everyone was like oh i can't wait for mine i'm like am i like the
0: second person on instagram that has gotten this deck i feel like i'm like the second yeah person. <laughs> you
1: probably are because korea is way closer to australia yeah than the yeah it's it shipping states. from china
0: so i'm like but my friend our friend in singapore boy diviner he was like oh i haven't got mine yet but maybe mine will be here soon
1: boy diviner lives in singapore yeah, he does yeah oh my god <laughs> We're, I have like I have like I thought he was a Southern California no.
0: <laughs> no I know all of the Asian continent like of where all of us are placed so any time I can tag anybody in the middle of the night and be like hey what you doing that's so. actually true
1: you're like I'm bored and yeah. everyone's
0: asleep I'm, I'm not as familiar with any of the Australians because sometimes they blend in with all the Brits it's because by the time the Brits are waking up the Australians are like not waking up, but they're just like lunching and getting tea and stuff. So it's like, oh hey, I'm I'm ready to talk to yeah. people. So
1: Oh my god. That is so funny. I'm my mind is blown. But yes, <laughs> I'm glad that you have the deck because I'm so excited about it. One, uh oh. S- six
0: dog dog seven. slamming. She's on the table. Because our tables are low tables here. On the
1: table. On
0: the table. Kom-ja. Kom-ja.
1: Kom-ja. I, I, was- I like me yelling her name as though you're not wearing headphones. Kom-ja. Come here. Come here.
0: She's like, this table is so high. I like the height on this
1: table. <laughs> oh, my God. She's going to be such a handful. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> she is a sassy mouth. Come on.
0: Come Thank you. Come OK, I can't. What have can't- you done
1: about your Yule Dragon since getting her? Can you bring them um, out?
0: Sh- yeah, you- we get them out separate times and we clean up like very well so between okay god girl um, your whole life that sounds very stressful it, it, it's a new i'm a new mom that's what i feel like so <laughs> our card of the day
1: is a three of wands Da-da-da-da-da. oh nice Ooh pretty wait hold it hold on hold it still are those i can't oh my gosh they're a little ton of rodents
0: yeah it looks like a squirrel a, f- a kind of flying squirrel like... i think because the because the look at flaps. his dumb face yeah, It's a flying squirrel oh, with three little sticks. I love him. Sticks. I think it's a flying squirrel. It looks like this is this is my animal identification. It looks like it has wings, possibly.
1: <laughs> I felt like that when I was using um, Jamie Sawyer's uh, oh yeah, Nature's deck. Portals yes. deck because they're not labeled. Oh yeah, yeah so yeah. you do have to have like sort of an idea of what the animal is, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, most of them are pretty obvious. They're like, but I was looking at one PJs. that I thought was a fly, and I was like. What could a fly mean? And then I was looking through the list of all the things, and I was like, there are no flies. What on earth is this? I ended up realizing it was the cicada, but I definitely for a while was like, is this a fly? What is happening Flies are persistent, so. And I think that I've mostly only ever heard cicadas rather than seeing them. I didn't realize how
0: fly-like they looked. Okay, okay. That makes sense, because I'm a southern girl, so we have cicadas all the time.
1: Yeah, the only time that I've ever been around cicadas was... (laughs) <laughs> in Delphi in Greece oh my gosh. Was like gosh like <laughs> what a random reference <laughs> we were there with my family and we were like uh, we walked up to the like where all of the different city states had their treasuries at the oh, okay. like for the oracle of Delphi and there was so much noise and my dad was like hear that that's what cicadas sound like and I was like I always thought it was going to be more of a beautiful noise because people talk about it so nostalgically in fiction I was expecting it to be like lovely not like (laughs) fucking exhausting. No
0: they're they're exhausting they are so exhausting. Yeah
1: but in fiction people are always like oh watch the fireflies and listen to the the cicadas cicadas. like no. It's a bunch of bullshit. No thank you. (laughs) That's what it is. Yeah this is all pro cicada propaganda and exactly. i will not pro cicada propaganda <laughs> what cicada got on the board of whatever editorial situation yeah. to make everyone talk about how beautiful they
0: are who was trying to trick their children to thinking that oh cicadas are beautiful and then that just yeah.
1: like a old wife still just got around it, they're not they're not they're not beautiful at all no <laughs> But they have beautiful symbolism. Maybe yeah. that's why it's used so much in fiction. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, like a phoenix. that's neither here nor there. And Sorry. transitioning to our first about? question of the episode. <laughs> Thank you, Esther.
0: <laughs> from-, <laughs> from Jace. My question is actually about a deck recommendation. My close friend is beginning to formally transition their identity from male to female. Since they have been sort of a tarot mentor to me, I would love to give them a deck that has some great feminine energy for them to use as they grow and discover themselves.
1: Do you have any suggestions? There are like two ways to take this question. Yes. One would be recommending a deck that has a lot of trans representation, which we can do. Yes. And the other one would be a deck that you would need to define femininity for before deciding whether or not it has feminine energy because that's...
0: So debatable. Yes. Yes. Because even like something that I would think has feminine energy, Holly may not think has feminine energy. So yeah. it's very, it's like a very, what am I trying to think? What's the word? Subjective. Subjective. I was like, suggestive marker. is not the word. Subjective. Suggestive.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's like kind of where a question about feminine deck energy. I mean, I know that we have fallen into this pitfall when we're doing deck reviews to call something as having feminine energy Mm -hmm. without defining really what we mean by that. Yeah. But I think that this is a really good time to Esther put in a bunch of research to like come up with a solid list of decks that have trans representation. And then if you actually Jace meant that you wanted decks that had something else entirely like a feminine energy, however you want to define that, um, let us know Yeah, and we can try to come up with recommendations based on that too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The cool thing is that mo- like decks that have come out in the last year, a lot of people are very, very intentionally making figures in their decks a little bit more ambiguous or explicitly queer or trans in some way, because mm-hmm. that's like kind of a goal of a lot of deck creators. And when we, t- when we reviewed queering the tarot, the book, we talked about how that, sort of like inclination of, I guess, representing the underdog in some way is like a huge component in tarot. Mm -hmm, Like people can deal with a lot of feelings like they're the underdog through working with tarot. And so a lot of people who have worked through sort of their self-identifying processes using Mm -hmm. tarot then want to make a tarot deck that reflects themselves and their friends who are using it in the same way. Right, right. So there are definitely resources that are better than us. And a couple of those resources are,
0: well, the two websites that you mentioned. Well, Little Red Tarot has really great resources. Little Red resources.
1: Tarot and also a shop that sort of focuses on supporting creators from underrepresented groups like that. So that And they're British, so if you're a British listener and want to avoid paying crazy imp- import fees, yes. Little Red Tarot is a have great, a really great shop. shop to buy stuff. Yeah, I've purchased... Yeah. A deck from them and had
0: them send it to holly and it was really great so
1: yeah that's true uh and then also azalea earthworks who i think we've mentioned before is a great blogger who and instagram follow for that matter who has a lot of um posts about kind of like inclusive decks Mm -hmm. and uh their focus is also on like people of color creators of color yeah uh, as well as members of the LGBTQ plus community. Yes. So those would be great resources to check out. Yes. And, I, and then what was the one that you were saying that you were looking it at? It was,
0: I think it's Queer Tarot. Oh God, I cards. It dot, yeah, I think it's QueerTarot.Cards. So QueerTarot.Cards has a full list of a lot of decks out of print and in print that have tons of different representation and you can find a good list there that we may not have included
1: because not all of them fit the parameters that were that we want that we we're kind question. of assigning yeah. to this question yeah so i have three decks that explicitly reference like the incorporation of trans people into it those are next world tarot which we've reviewed on the podcast yes it is gigantic, as yes. we talked about in our review. <laughs> so, when you look at it, they're, they are releasing a mini version that's supposed to be like regular. Normal size. Normal size. <laughs> yeah, like actually shuffleable <laughs> instead of like the size of a freaking notebook, like this deck is. It's incredible art. So, yes. it's really worth checking out and also maybe like scrolling back through on the Wildly Tarot account, stor- saved stories, because we saved our favorite uh, images. From the deck to our saved stories. So that's one. Um, The Numinous Tarot is an indie deck that also is intentionally inclusive of a lot of different identities. It's a little bit more of a medium to advanced deck because all of the suits and all of the court cards have name changes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like vials instead of cups, bells instead of probably swords. Pentacles. I don't know. That was I always thought bells. Candles, would be cups yeah, candles bells looks feels
0: like upside-down cups to
1: me. <laughs> yeah, but vials have to be cups, right? I assume so. Oh, candles surely. instead of wands, and then tomes instead of pentacles. pentacles. Okay. So like books. So it can be a little bit confusing to read with, at least for me, but it is really beautiful and super inclusive. And then last but not least of the decks that I have that are kind of explicitly inclusive is This Might Hurt, which is was a Kickstarter last year. They're about to do a second release um, kind of with a slightly updated deck. It's mostly the same. They've just changed a couple of things. Um, And it is all based on the artist's friends. Which is cool and yeah. she has a lot of friends who are part of the LGBTQ plus community and so they're depicted here and it's actually just really a cool deck. I like it a lot. It's, it's been really, in the my colors bedside really table nice, for a while. I think. The colors are super nice and pastel. It seems sort of gentle so in some ways that could be sort of including some of that feminine energy if that's the way that you're defining it as gentle and light colored which I think is sort of like culturally what the expectation is. Right, right. Um, but it has a lot of really beautiful, diverse people in it. The other thing that you could do would be to just go with a deck that doesn't have any people in it at all. So it might not be inclusive, but at least it's not exclusive. Like there are a lot of really beautiful decks that don't incorporate humans. Like I was thinking, um, of the Earth Bones tarot, which we've also, oh, yeah, I reviewed that with our friend Kylie. Um, it's like mostly snakes and bones and stuff, but it feels really soft in some ways because it's like soft colors and, Mm -hmm. but it's also cool because it's really dynamic with all the skeletons and stuff. So that could be another way to go. But anyway, that's not what we're doing. We're doing explicit inclusion. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I spent a
0: good part of yesterday morning kind of just researching different decks. And these are ones that had either specific trans representation in them or they were in a universe that had trans representation. And I'll explain that in a second.
1: Yeah, I'm curious <laughs> about what that
0: means. Well, um, so I'll, I will mention there is a trans tarot that specifically is only a minor arc. I mean, a major arcana deck. But uh-huh. that was just kickstarted in December, so I'm sure they're probably going to do pre-orders pretty soon about that deck. But it's but it's only a major Arcana deck, so I did want to mention that deck. But it is specifically called Trans Tarot, and yeah. it has trans representation all in the deck itself, those 22 cards. It's 22 cards, major Arcana, right? Okay. Yeah. Math. <laughs> <laughs> Panicking math. Okay, so I'll mention first, it's called Future Vision Gem Tarot. And it's a Steven Universe tarot deck. Steven Universe is a Cartoon Network show that has lots of representation in the show. The colors are like cotton candy colors it's a it's a really great show and i don't want to say there's explicitly revisitation because i don't want to, i don't watch the tv show but i know that a lot of lgbtqia plus people really like this tv show yeah and so i wanted to mention that and i'll put a links to all these decks in our show notes so you can go see them because they're all of them are indie decks pretty much so oh, you're not going to cool. find them like on amazon yeah um the next one i wanted to mention was star spinner tarot this one is on amazon it's i'm pre-order. so excited for this deck it's beautiful it's like a sailor moon tarot vibe like but it's like it's so a, funny ethereal. because every time you say that that makes me like it less
1: well maybe that's my <laughs> own like trauma from probably. going to a school that had so many people who were just like fetishizing about anime yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's very
0: like at least the like the star things they hold to me look a lot like Sailor Moon. So, but it's very like ethereal and the the colors to me are just like popping and just fairy like. So it's like a fairy Sailor Moon to me. But that yeah. one has, um, from what the deck creator has said, has trans representation in the deck itself. So I wanted to mention that it is on pre order right now.
1: When is it supposed to be released? I I, I don't know why you'd
0: know this off the top of your head. Like but... in a couple months, like. By summertime, I think. May maybe.
1: Oh, May. It is March seventeenth. March. That's both of my grandfather's birthdays. Wow, that's nice. And also Saint Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So by March seventeenth, you could have this deck. That is Sp- Oh my Star, god, Tarot. And sorry. It's also, okay. this is like something that I really love because I'm obsessed with crows, but the King of Wands is like a crow. This so it's such a pretty deck. It's so pretty! Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I pre-ordered this.
0: And the last deck I have, well, I will mention Luna Soul. It's out of print, but I believe they're reprinting. But there are a lot of figures Which, in the yeah, deck. Yeah, they
1: totally should.
0: Yeah, I think they're reprinting. Is that that's what I heard? So just be on the lookout for Luna Soul Tarot,
1: and that may be a, a possibility in the future. And then the last deck I have is Sluddest Tarot. But okay, I th- what? Sorry, that's sorry okay. to interrupt, but I just had a moment of realization that there's also a deck that I have that's called Many Queens Tarot that is very, very trans-inclusive. Okay, yeah. And it's like all, every single figure a- aims more towards the femme side of things, but there's yeah. all sorts of genitalia like actually depicted. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that's a really pretty deck too, and it's just it like, really like as you know how much I love this, like black lines mm-hmm. on a white background. It's really So many pretty. queens like would deck. also be a good thing to look at. Okay, sorry yeah. for interrupting. That's okay. You. No, I'm glad you remembered. It's okay. I just know that my brain will forget things
0: immediately. That's but okay. it's also super rude. Yeah. Oh no, no. Well, it, it has. It wasn't enlisted at any of the tarot websites that I looked at. So that's a good thing to have. Is that, that? yeah. Yeah. So Sledus Tarot is very in your face and but there are at least two or three trans characters depicted on the cards. Yeah. And it's like but and I've read they had the PDF available of like the booklet to read and the and all the tarot like background and foundation is really good but it's just the cards themselves are a bit the
1: art styles very I mean it's called the sled tarot it's supposed to be supposed to be like confronting and yeah evocative but at the same time it is really inclusive and
0: the designer wanted it to be that way and they designed certain cards to be trans individuals so I did want to mention that because it is inclusive intentionally for that reason
1: awesome so good luck Jace uh if you meant that you just want suggestions of like beautiful light colored gentle feeling decks we're happy to give those too. yeah but in some ways just sort of asking yeah
0: i think yeah that was my thing it's like just kind of present them with a list of decks and just say hey is i want to buy you a deck which one appeals to you the most and i will buy it for you and just kind of ask them about it because I Especially since they're a tarot mentor of yours, they maybe have seen these decks before, but just not yeah. been willing to buy that themselves because they're not in the place to buy it, or they just don't feel comfortable buying it quite yet. Yeah. But if you offer they may take you up on that offer. So.
1: And also since they're your friend, you probably have a sense of sort of the art style that they're attracted to anyway since you've been doing tarot together, so that could also kind of lead you in some good directions. Yes. Okay, so content warning for question 2. Um this is a question from our listener Danny and it does reference suicide. Um I will probably not be able to help myself from talking about my cousin a little bit, but it is about her cousin. And we are not therapists or counselors or psychologists. So while we each have a little bit of training in this from various things we've done in our lives, definitely um, check out the show notes for resources. This question, just if you're still listening to the content warning and not sure, we're not going to be talking about ways that Danny can prevent her cousin from feeling the way that they're feeling. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about how Danny can personally manage this. Yes. Like as an individual and as a family member who's dealing with it. So, just if that changes anything. If you still don't think that you can handle it, which I totally get because I went rushing from a meeting on Monday when yeah. <laughs> we spent too much time talking about suicide. I just couldn't handle it, even though I thought that I was in a better mental place for it. If you're not there, just skip ahead. I'll put in the show notes where it
0: starts, where the question ends. Oh, yeah. Ends, Esther the will the put timestamps
1: in the show notes. You're such a pro. Okay, so this is a question from Danny. Um, and Danny kind of lays out this relationship with her cousin, um, who has sort of been on and off over the years, but the cousin just went through a lot of losses. Um, they lost, so her cousin is gay and just lost her incredibly unsupportive grandfather and father, uh, as well as their mutual grandparent who also died this year. So she's going through a lot, a cup. And then Danny goes on to say, Um, A couple of days ago, she confessed to me that she's been having reoccurring suicidal thoughts. Um, I love my cousin deeply and I want to help her as much as I can, but I just don't know how I feel like I don't have the tools I need in order to correctly do so. I read tarot and I pulled judgment and the three of pentacles when asking what I should do to help her. Uh, in the best way possible I think I'm kind of blocked because I can't figure out what the meaning of those two cards are when it comes to the situation judgment just seems too broad so Danny's asking will you help me figure out what my role in her getting better using quotes uh, would be is there anything I should completely avoid mentioning or doing many questions are popping into my head I'm trying not to freak out like I and they also live far away so they can't from each other so it can't okay be like so they can't like, physical see. presence okay They live in different countries. And so the contact that they have is just going to be through Through phones and stuff. Okay. So one thing that I just want to start out by saying is that if you feel that you're the only one that someone is confiding in about these things, you need to also seek counseling because it is an incredible burden to bear when you're dealing with a family member who is telling you these things to feel like you're the only one who can prevent them from taking action. The other thing, and this is actually training from work, not something that I experienced because my cousin didn't express any of these things. Uh, What was I gonna say? Okay, this is a work thing though, because we have a lot of like students in crisis training. If somebody is expressing those things to you, that is great because it is so much better for you to be in a position where you can say, are you actively planning to kill yourself? And it feels weird to say that because Mm -hmm. we tend to skirt around the issue. But if you say, are you planning on hurting yourself? The implication to that for somebody who's feeling so much pain is nothing will hurt worse than how I'm currently feeling. Yeah. So in some ways, as somebody who's been presented this opportunity to engage in this conversation, you have to say things that you might feel uncomfortable with. To really figure out like there, if you need to basically like call for a wellness check or like, you know, I mean, right. it's so complicated because of, you know, racial things. And if mm-hmm. you're in the United States, calling for wellness checks has resulted in a lot of black and brown people just being killed. Yes. Which is a whole other rant, but yes. Yes. Saying like, are you actively planning to kill yourself feels weird, even just in this context where I'm not asking somebody that I love that question. I'm just presenting it as something you should say. Mm -hmm. But that is the only way for you to figure out if, well, to first of all, gauge where they are. And also if they know that they can have that conversation with you and you're consistently kind of asking them those hard questions, then you're sort of serving as some sort of like almost wake up call. Mm hmm. And I know I said we wouldn't give advice, but this is just like something that I just like find interesting because I think we tend to when somebody's feeling sad Mm -hmm. and it's maybe compounded by, you know, actual depression and actual history of suicidal thoughts. But if they're feeling if it's not to the level where there's a plan in place, then the conversation is different than the conversation would be if there was a plan in place. Right, right. So taking what they're saying really seriously is important, but also like, it's, it's n- never mind. It's okay. <laughs> I
0: Yeah, I Sorry. think, no, it's okay. I think in being forthright and being direct, especially when the other person on the other side is reaching out to you, it's yeah. helpful to them in a way because it gives them an open door to discuss the hard things.
1: That, yeah. they're not,
0: that they're not wanting to, you know, they don't want to tiptoe around the issue, you know, with you anymore because you know the worst, basically. So they yeah. can't get any worse. So yeah. I think, like, we're not, it's not necessarily advice. It's just saying this has been helpful I, and, to other people.
1: Yeah, and also, like, in some, I don't know, like, part of my, part of my brain is, like, I know that it's stressful to be put in that position, but in some ways it's like such a gift for somebody to express it to you because sometimes you don't know. And then it's just like a complete devastating shock. And Mm -hmm. you feel like there are just so many. Oh, sorry, Esther.
0: You can cut all of this. No, it's okay. Don't apologize. It's Uh, grief. Grief is in waves. So
1: don't worry about it. Yeah. Grief is hard. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, so... Should we pull some cards? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't quite sure how yeah. we wanted
0: to address this because do we want to clarify judgment and the three of pentacles? Yeah, you? I
1: thought, okay, that's a good point. That's a good place to start. I think that judgment and the three of pentacles makes a ton of sense in yeah. this context because basically it's saying you can't do this alone. No. Which is what we were just talking exactly. about. That's exactly, yeah. Like there has to be additional people. And I think in this context, I could see why judgment you would – trip over because mm-hmm. it's like literally people rising from the grave. Like what right. does this mean? But in this context, people who work in suicide prevention feel to me, feel that it is their calling. Yes. It is their way to serve their higher good. And I feel like paired with the three of pentacles, mm-hmm. it's referring you to somebody whose entire life's work is helping people uh-huh. and partnering with people who are feeling these things in yeah. order to, how, like you know, make them healthy. Yes, yes, I totally and agree. And so I feel like that judgment is being like, this isn't your role. Like mm-hmm. you're, you haven't been, like, you won't be able to handle it by yourself. First of all, that's where the Three of Pentacles comes into play. Yeah, but also finding someone who's in like life's mission is to mm-hmm. work with this is gonna be sort of the best bet. Yeah. What are your thoughts about judgment?
0: Yeah. Judgment to me was a puzzler, but at the same time, I think it's just that it's just like you said, it's that it's the person's calling. And to me, it wasn't, it's not Danny's calling specifically to do this. It's finding someone whose calling is this. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. it's not saying that Danny is being called to this. It's just saying there is a calling with this three of pentacles together. And to me, that means like a team yeah. of people who are called to do to work with this and to yeah. work with this person, their cousin through this.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of resources are going to be so region specific, which yeah. makes it hard. So we'll add a sort of like the American resources yeah. in our show notes. But Danny, there's a lot. I mean- I think the good thing about people talking about this so much more is that there are it's really, really easy to find like actual community resources. Yes. Um, So you don't have to worry about like being the community resource. You can find community resources wherever Mm -hmm. your cousin lives to refer them to. Um, But in the meantime, yes, I think that getting other people involved is the best bet. But not just like random family members or somebody no, 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 that they no. don't trust because I think that that's part of the issue is that Danny's the one that this cousin like trusts the most so not ha- not involving the family involving a somebody whose vocation is yes this sort of thing yes is I the agree. best bet yeah Okay. And then your role in the getting better process is that you need to get other people involved, but we can also pull tarot cards for sort of like anything that you should definitely be doing and definitely yeah, be mindful be of. Doing. Oh my goodness. What a roller coaster. I'm I kind of embarrassed. No, don't be embarrassed. This is why we love you.
0: You're an open Ugh, book it's... and you help us by being yourself. <laughs> by crying openly on her podcast. Well, I mean, it's just... I cried on a Patreon episode, so I technically did it first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're both totally emotionally stable people. It's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I love you.
1: I love you, too. Okay, so what kind of cards we want to pull for Danny? I think maybe each pulling a card for... Like, what you should do, and then each pulling a card for what you shouldn't do. Okay, yeah. And then reading them together. Yeah, I like it. It's that short and sweet to the
0: point, very mm-hmm. direct. I like it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like in this situation, because there's so many emotions involved, if you give yourself... It's kind of like what we were talking... Even with the transition spread that we wrote the other week, it's like, right. when you're going through a really emotional or upsetting or even exciting time, if you give yourself too many things to think about, that's when you kind of get a little bit trapped. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what... Danny, you should should be doing and I am using Playful Hearts Tarot.
0: Oh, that's a good deck. I'm still using the Orion's Tarot deck. I want to see what the animals have to say. (laughs) What did you get? I pulled two cards (laughs) (laughs) and I
1: got the Hierophant and three of Pentacles. (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. And I got strength. Okay, so yeah. the hierophant and three of pentacles is just further confirming the going to somebody yeah. who's like better at handling this, mm-hmm. who can be more of a conduit leader sort of thing. Well, and
0: I've pulled oh. the hierophant before in, re- in a reading where the hierophant is specifically a counselor. So to me, oh yeah, like since this is what she should do, I think she should also go to counseling as well. Yeah, if that makes any sense? Yeah. Like, I totally there's think teamwork so. that's going to have to happen, but she also needs to go to counseling or some yeah. sort of like. Seeing someone for a few a few times just to you be just able to can't just to resource. give you the
1: coping skills yes. of feeling like you're the one that people go that somebody goes to about this that's really stressful. Yes, exactly. And I think the strength is kind of there too is just yeah. like like making sure that you're sort of supporting the part of yourself that's trying to be so strong by mm-hmm. talking to somebody about it. Exactly, and like reaching out. Yeah. All right, Danny, and what you should not be doing. Nine of
0: Swords. Oh, I got three of wands in the tower. So don't plan anything. <laughs> like,
1: don't yeah. feel like you have to plan
0: anything to, like, do something, if it makes any sense.
1: Well, like, yeah, and I think that that's also, like, especially with the Nine of Swords, don't take on all of that. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: Don't take it on. Don't take on the catastrophizing. You yeah. need to search out for additional resources yep. rather than being the one who's, you know planning for the worst and mm. up all night worrying and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Okay, Danny, good luck. Yes. We love you and keep, keep We us love updated. you a lot and
1: also if you need to talk, I'm here. Yeah. Apparently, I'm still not fully healing through my trauma very well, so maybe I won't be that helpful, but
0: <laughs> No, I I don't I don't think necessarily like tears or healing is like indicative of the lack of healing. I just think Grief sucks. And grief hits you in different ways at different times, even if, you know, 10 years down the line. It's
1: going to be, it's fine. It's normal. And sometimes you can go like months and months and months. And also like not even just, I'm because, you know, Danny hasn't lost her cousin. No. And so it's hard because I'm projecting a lot of my own feelings about actually losing my cousin onto her cousin, sort of expressing that. So my boundaries are low and i'm feeling vulnerable so so shall we move on holly
0: i'm a little bit miffed at you why because his name is not colin farrell his name is colin bedell voice messaged you about episode and i am so I'm so offended. So I need you to tell <laughs> me his message because you messaged okay. it to me because I can but I could not like read it and comprehend it. So I need like these verbal words.
1: Okay. So, uh, Colin Bedell, who we just reviewed his book, Queer Cosmos on the podcast for bonus content last week. He met, or I posted something in my stories about him and it was like a couple of days later. So I think it was sort of after the initial like barrage whatever. of us advertising. Like we the posted this thing. Exactly. Yeah. So he responded and he said basically like nail biting emoji. I'm scared to listen. And I was like, the only thing you're going to hear is maybe something that indicates we might track you down to give you a gigantic hug. <laughs> like, if anything, the content of that episode is just going to make you feel really uncomfortable with how obsessed how fangirly is. we are about you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. And so. Yeah. So he sent a message after having listened. He's like, you know how it's like, you just don't want it. Um, You never like when you put something out of the world, it always makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable to hear other people's opinions about it. Um, And then he called us out for our fixed sign nonsense of being a Leo and a Taurus who are like, and I have opinions about this. And I was like, that is our entire podcast. Yeah, I mean, po- we'd we not have a podcast if we were not two fixed signs
0: about something.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he, uh, like, commended us for kind of, like, doing the close reading and picking up on the shame sort of, like affirmation dichotomy that yeah. he was going for and what else you know that I have no brain for these sorts of things anyway he really liked it and he was very very sweet and oh, I he made me feel super good oh I know <laughs> it's
0: so, sweet. so we did it we did that's not Patreon bonus. That's just extra bonus. But you'll find similar bonus items in our Patreon content.
1: Yeah. But with the with the Wildly Tarot Book Club stuff where we're kind of doing non-tarot things on the main feed, there is just like such a well, like a huge amount of stuff. Yes. That we are interested in talking about. And astrology is one of them. Um, we're going to be doing an episode about Fat Feminist Witches' Green Witchcraft book. Yes. We have early copies of that and yes they're on their way so there's just it's it was really fun to do and it's really nice to hear back because he's like not really in our world like we do tarot stuff not astrology stuff and so it was really nice to kind of get some like affirmation that we had something to say (laughs) and and it it, wasn't total nonsense and that is two two
0: astrology noobs we were able to understand his book. And oh, that it. was the other
1: thing. He said that he cried. I think you said yes. it felt like coming home. And he said that that made him get teary. Yes.
0: That made me so proud. I was like, that was me.
1: That yeah. Yeah. That was you. You really like me. <laughs> So yeah, that was a fun bonus thing. And apparently we're going to be doing more of that. And also, apparently, if you subscribe to our Patreon or support us on Patreon, you can hear Esther reading her fanfic to me. I know. Holly is abstaining from reading the PDF that I sent. Anyway, so it's just so awkward to transition from talking about something that made me cry so hard to Patreon supporters. I know.
0: It's okay. We can do this. It's fine
1: we can um but as usual we love our patreon supporters they're so wonderful it's so nice to know that people like are enjoying this content and it just means a lot so so, so we have three patreon shout outs this week esther would you like to start i shall okay mix my cards and
0: one two three four five six seven okay so our first patreon shout out is for aaron your card is the nine of pentacles oh it's a little cat that has lots of little pentacles hugging them
1: aww amy your card is the three of wands four
0: five six seven emily your card is the six of cups i this is, i love the six of cups because there's two puppies in a little bowl oh my
1: Big gosh bowl. so cute Yes. All right. That is our Patreon shout out. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash wildly tarot podcast. And also we were having like a weird little issue where people were not ending up getting the rewards they were supposed to because Patreon was not assigning them to a tier. So if you're a new supporter, make sure that you're actually signing up for one of the tiers. Rather than just a donation, because yes. the tiers are where the rewards come into play. On our end, it logs us for your rewards. If it makes any sense, yeah, exactly. So it's something that only you can adjust. So yes. just make sure that when you're supporting us, you select a tier, and we appreciate it so much. Yes, we do. Okay, so this week we are talking about ter- what? Sorry, tattoo, tarot, ink, and intuition from Mega Moonden.
0: I'm just saying from the front, Ink and Intuition, that was brilliant.
1: I do like it a lot, yeah. Um, okay, so it was published by Lawrence King Publishing, which is a British publishing house, but Tattoo Tarot, this is from them. Tattoo Tarot is a beautifully illustrated, fully functional set of 78 tarot cards featuring vintage tattoo designs. This fully functional tarot card, this is like the weirdest way to phrase it. I don't know why they're assuming that people are like, will it work as tarot cards? <laughs> That's like the second time they've called it functional. <laughs> <laughs> this set of fully functional tarot cards is based on traditional tarot iconography as interpreted by Mega Mundin, author of Tattoo Postcards and the best-selling Tattoo Coloring Book. This set contains the 78 cards of the tarot deck luxuriously packaged in a gift box A 28 page booklet explains how to interpret the cards and conduct your readings, gaining a fascinating insight into what lies ahead and fresh perspective on important themes and opportunities to watch out for the creation of this deck and accompanying booklet was guided by professional, uh, a professional tarot consultant and writer. Um, and blah, 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 blah. Basically it's a great gift. Okay. So yes, uh, where to find it basically anywhere. anywhere. (laughs) It's mass market. It's available at most bookstores. I've seen it in person at a lot of like Barnes and Nobles and stuff like that. So it's super easily accessible, and it's still in print. It's usually less than twenty bucks. Mm -hmm. I've found, and yeah, okay. So let's talk about the box and the cardstock, etc. The box is massive. The box is way too big. It's way too big. And okay, what we mean by the box is too big. You have this one, right?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: But okay, so like, the box... Ha-
0: maybe it's a different box. I don't know. Yeah, mine
1: just feels like sort of like well, pedal... I put the box
0: away because you know me. So. <laughs> was I know. It gets so too big.
1: I had to get this box out of my garage where I keep all of my boxes. Or <laughs> I keep because all my boxes. this is the weird thing about this box is that it it's like the deck is a normal tarot deck size. And then the box has like half an inch on all yes. sides. That has like a red internal box mm-hmm. and I think it's because the booklet is that size but they should have just printed the booklet smaller because the box just yeah. seems way like too big for the space. So I usually don't keep this in its box. No. I usually just keep it totally out in the open. It's my living room deck. It sits on like the coffee table just without any box or bag. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. But so the box is a little bit strange, but it is beautiful because yes. the tarot art is gorgeous. It's
0: gorgeous. Yeah. To me, yeah. To me, that was the one thing I was like, oh, but it's really pretty. But do you need a box this big? I'm like, oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't
1: exactly. Especially because you have limited storage Exactly. Space. Yeah. But the box has gold gilting on the front, which is gorgeous. Yes. It's really, really pretty. It's super eye catching. The tattoo uh, art is so stunning, stunning yes. which is cool. Um, and the cardstock is, like, pretty sturdy. Yeah. Like, kind of surprisingly sturdy. Yeah, yeah. I
0: like it. It's, 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 like, it's, okay, okay, listener, I tried to do the research to find the exact stuff about the cardstock because for two weeks in a row, Holly's me this question and I've been, like, blindsided by this question (laughs) for two weeks in a row. So I tried to research the cardstock and there was absolutely no information about the cardstock. So, my apologies, the publisher did not include it in the book. So you're just gonna have to take it by my feelings. So, my feelings for week three. Yeah,
1: which is fine. That's completely fine. Yeah.
0: It's that it's really sturdy, like matte
1: card. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely not a lot of shine to it. It,
0: it bends, but it doesn't like um bend the card where it feels like it's warping, I guess, if that's what I'm saying.
1: Like it's yeah. pretty sturdy. I think you're totally right. Um, the booklet is kind of cool. Yeah. I like uh, the booklet. It has sort of a really basic intro. Like I think so it's kind of Terra de Marseille style yes. in that the numbers correspond with the major arcanas rather than having their own um sort of illustrated individual definitions the way that writer Wade Smith does. Yes. Um it the book gives you a little bit of information about how to conduct a reading, but the section that I like the most is the uh, tarot spread section because it too. encourages you to pull additional cards yes. like they have all these options of like you can pull one here or four here sort of thing <laughs> yeah. which I like because I do think that that's a really helpful way for especially new people to kind of get to learn mm-hmm. Um, a topic yes or combinations I guess a topic that was so big And then it goes through all the different sort of definitions. It explains the court cards separately, like kings. It is a little bit oversimplification about the court cards because it says, like, knights, young men under 35, dynamic, adventurous, chivalrous, romantic, revolutionary energy. So some of that that uh, Terre de Marseille, like, idea that court cards always represent, like, physical embodiments of actual people rather than archetypes, that's in here, which is a little bit strange. Yes. I will say that art is like old school tattoo. I have an
0: old school. Ta- uh, ta- I keep trying to say old school tarot. I have an old school tattoo. And so this art is like absolutely stunning.
1: This Which is your old school tattoo?
0: It's my, it's like, it's the style of tattooing is old. It's called old school. Oh. oh.
1: Yeah. I know nothing. I so. have the word hope tattooed on my wrist. And that's it, so. <laughs> you have a hopeful tattoo. So yeah, yeah. exactly. So the- but yeah, I guess if you're thinking about like like sort of like 50s greasers, right? Because there's or another whatever. tattoo
0: tarot as well, but that's more that's not. It's more like modern-ish looking than like this oh, is like to me. This is more true like old school tattoo like style than the other tattoo. Tarot. Yeah, totally. But it's very pippish. The miners are very pippish.
1: Yeah, totally. And some of the minors that I'll talk about in my favorite card section have tiny indications of sort yes. of RWS meanings or a little bit more like in depth. But uh, it's definitely a good deck for somebody who's trying to learn how to read a pip deck because yeah. it's cool and pretty and a little bit like suggestive of that. Yes, yes, yes. I agree um i what types of readings have you used this
0: for i got this as a deck for yule for my friend joe so i haven't used it a lot because i got a lot of decks around that time but i've used it just for kind of practicing reading pips because i'm not like fluent with reading them a lot and so yeah totally it's just just nice to kind of like pull a card and then okay five of swords five of swords this pip deck um conflict okay got it good moving on yeah totally
1: I, like I said, it's just in my living room. And so I tend to use this when I'm just kind of like watching TV and just like pulling random cards. Like I haven't used it for like a meaningful big reading yet.
0: But I still really like it. Yeah. I forgot (laughs) to mention the backs are probably one of the most beautiful backs of any deck that I've.
1: Oh, yeah. The backs are really cool. They're red and cream and awesome. The line
0: drawing is gorgeous.
1: Awesome. Well, what are your favorite cards from this deck? I was able to narrow it down to six. Oh, I have six as well. Ha-ha. Oh, nice. Okay. So
0: I will do like you've been doing the past couple of weeks. I will do majors first. <laughs> I have two majors. My first major is the moon. I think the even though it's more of a traditional like moon style, like RWS style moon card. I just like
1: the literal moon on that. Card I love the so little
0: much. moon. I love the dogs and the lobster. The coloring is beautiful. The colors are like my kind of colors, like jewel toned sort of teals and yellows and reds. I yes, there's really so
1: much good teal and good yes. red in this deck. Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. So I just really love the styling of this moon card in general. Yeah. And my second favorite is the star. I just think the the face of the woman is beautiful. And she has tattoos on her body, which I think is really nice because so many times with um, decks... Like you don't see that tattoo representation there a lot, so I just think it's really cool. She has tattoos all over her body and um, just the stars. I just think it's just really yeah. Funny. I really like that one too. Oh, I have another card. I thought this. I forgot that I also chose Justice. I think she is gorgeous. Justice. It's one of probably most beautiful. Look at Justice all that cards. yellow. The yellow and her face is so serene and like non-judgmental, but the hair is just gorgeous. So I just think it's just a beautiful <laughs> card. Yeah, that's really cool. And the use of teal and yellows again is so on point. I love it.
1: Yeah, the colors are really cool.
0: Yes, um, my favorite court card is the Queen of Swords. I think she's just a fucking badass. And like, she has a tattoo on her eye, around her eye, like a spider web.
1: Oh, and the snake and her arm tattoo. Snake. And like, she's holding
0: the sword, <laughs> like she's gonna kick somebody's ass. I just love her energy so, so, so much. I yeah, that's gonna be me someday. And I was gonna say, I feel like that's you. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be me. Um, I do love the Ace of Wands. It's, I mean, it's kind of like holding up like a torch sort of like wand. But the roses around it are just like typical like old Classic tattoo tattoo art. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's just so beautifully done. The card itself is just really stunning when you look at it. And then my last favorite card, just like you had mentioned that there's some like, sometimes in the pips, there's like hints of what the card could mean. And I chose the Six of Swords. Because I love it if you turn it upside down, it's like a boat traveling with six swords. Oh in it. my
1: gosh! Yeah, no kidding. And there's like a when sun behind it, That's like awesome. and so I just thought
0: that was like a really creative Optimistic. way to make the pips like into something meaningful and like yeah, kind of like, in, like hinting at what it could mean. So
1: I love that. I That's a really good call. I like and it. we didn't have any overlapping cards. Really? That's three weeks in a row almost. Well, I think I we know. had one like one week, but yeah, wow. Good job, us. So I really love the sun. I'll start with my majors too. I really love the sun, even though it does have naked babies. There were two,
0: and I was like, "Did they just double the naked baby ratio? What are they doing?" (laughs) I know Esther's (laughs) like, "No,
1: this is the wrong direction. (laughs) Wrong direction. What are you doing?" But I really like the clouds, and I really like the. It's really pretty. So, despite the naked babies, I am into it. Um, Then I have two court cards. They're both queens, because the queens are just solid. The queens are gorgeous, I think. Yeah, they're really cool. So I love the Queen of Coins, um, because I like the beads braided through her hair, and I just think that, like, I would want this tattooed on somebody's body. Probably Mm. not mine, but I'd love to to see this. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I'd love to see that on somebody. I also really like the Queen of cups because she's a little bit Art Deco, like almost 40s style tattooed lady. She has like flowers in her hair. She also has tattoos tattoos on her body, um, but she looks kind of like a screen siren in yes. some ways. And I'm I just think it's really Separate pretty. It. Yeah. Um. My one my card that is a pip card that indicates the possible meaning is the five of cups. Okay. Because there's that really cool, oh, cool eye. eyeball there that has tears. Oh. Yeah, that has tears. So the five of cups as we know, kind of like represents feelings of like loss. Disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment. And so this one has this and I also really love eye tattoos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. And the color is stunning. I know. I just like the yellow and teal and red so much. So nice. And then I also have two aces, but my oh. two aces are the ace of swords, which again, I want to see tattooed on someone, maybe not me, yes. but <laughs> I love it so much because of all of the like greenery, greenery, yes, all of the production involved with like this thought process, this like victory, there's a crown and then there's all of this sort of like successful growth, which yes. I like. And then last but not least is the ace of coins, mm-hmm. which combines several things I like. Oh, yeah, coins, obviously. yes. Coins. <laughs> but also the snake. snake. Well, is that it's a, a peacock, snake I think? It's a peacock. I thought that was a snake and then peacock feathers separately, but you're right. That is a peacock head, not a snake head. <laughs> I was like looking, I was like, there's a beak. There's something wrong. <laughs> what? Where is there? Oh my God, there is a beak. Okay, well, it's one of my favorite cards and apparently I was only looking at it 3%. Well,
0: just for you're, but, you're just used to me saying, saying snakes and there's lots of snakes, so it's fine. Exactly,
1: but I do love the peacock. It's yes. really, really pretty. I love peacocks so much and so the Ace of Coins is probably my ultimate favorite. Ooh, okay, um, Again, this would be a really great tattoo yeah just like everything else yeah i mean i would do it's, it. it it's so cool all right so it's time to pull cards to represent our relationship with the deck yay i love it mm.
0: my card for the deck is the queen of cups oh oh
1: yay the oh queen. i love that card oh, I love it. And I got both Death and the King of Wands. Oh. <laughs> I think that deck was a Maybe I need you to bust bit. this guy out a little bit more. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> he's like, I don't know why I called him a he. This deck, he. Uh, he's like, I'm sitting on your coffee table all the time, and you'd never, ever use me. Use me? Think of me as serious. I'm serious. Come on. Yeah, exactly. So those are our relationships with the deck. I'm into it. Yep. Same. I really do like this. I think that it'll start. I'll probably start using it a little bit. Oh more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely. mean, it's so easy to say that, but when you are a collector, like we are collectors, yeah,
0: it, it'll just cycle through like anything else.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and next week we are talking about threads of fate, an Oracle episode.
0: Ooh yeah, I'm
1: excited. I know. We haven't done an Oracle for a while.
0: I I don't think so. We've had we've had quite the reprieve on this podcast from Oracle Deck, so.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to do that deck. Yes. And, oh, also, we have a slightly gently used copy of Tattoo Tarot um, from our listener, Lori, who sent us that big box of decks she wasn't using anymore. Um, And we will be doing a giveaway of that in our Facebook group, which you can find by searching Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook. And mostly we're doing that because all of our giveaways have been on Instagram. Yes. Yes. And our Facebook community is awesome. Yeah. So we want to give back to, the reserve, fam, I feel like. give back to the, yeah, give back to the Facebook uh, group. Yeah. And that's our show. Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information, uh, our shop, all sorts of things at wildlytarot.com.
0: And fr- tell your friends about us and write and review us. It helps us grow and makes us really happy. We really, really appreciate it so, so, so much when you do that.
1: Yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram at Wildly Tarot Podcast or join that Facebook community in which we're doing a giveaway, again, by searching for Wildly Tarot Podcast on Facebook.
0: And also, big thanks again to at Wildwood Magic on Instagram for putting together show notes with timestamps for our website. It's just so helpful. Yeah,
1: it feels so, so, so amazing. official. It's amazing. Uh, Oh, and remember, there we go. End of the episode. Go forth and tarot wildly (laughs) this week. We love you so, so much. We do love you so much. 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 Thanks for bearing with me. I'm totally fine, I promise. (laughs) Love you, bye. (laughs) Love you.